We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Friday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. What's up? Tournament in full swing. Coming up later in the show, we will talk Bucks and Pacers. We will talk about the tournament and everything that's happened so far on this Thursday, uh, as well as, you know, wherever it takes us, things take us on the live portion of this show, which will also be on YouTube. Uh, I do want to, well, there's a couple of things I want to start with. Uh, first, real quick, the World Baseball Classic, I've been enjoying it very much. Edwin Diaz got hurt celebrating, and now everybody wants to shut it down. Not everybody, but enough people that it's becoming a thing. Here's a tweet from Keith Olbermann. I thought this was insane. First, Freddie Freeman got hurt. Now, Edwin Diaz. The World Baseball Classic is a meaningless exhibition series designed to get you to buy another uniform, say good hell uh, to hell with the regular season, and to split up teammates based on where their grandmothers got laid. Call it off now. So everyone's mad because somebody got hurt in this thing. Which, if you ever want to argue about all-star games, why don't people play hard in all-star games? Because they don't want to get hurt. So now there's this other competition that they're playing for, and now guys are getting hurt. The guy, I mean, it's a bummer. It's a bummer to see a guy play a game that really doesn't matter in the standings and then go down with a season-ending injury in an exhibition. I, of course, am talking about Gavin Lux for the Dodgers. It happens in spring training, too. Because, you know, when you when you start to worry about injuries, then at what point? Well, the Stars shouldn't play in April. Those games don't count. You know, the Stars shouldn't play in the first half of the season. It's like we want these guys to play every day right in some instances but then they can't play in these other things look if they want to play they want to play they assume the risk now the people that are most mad are Mets fans and I would be too but I don't think I'd be mad if if the Brewers like if Devin Williams who's in this thing if he got hurt I would say oh man that sucks oh man what does it do for the Brewers you know what's next I don't think I would get to the point where I said ban the world baseball classic and i like the world baseball classic so maybe there's that bias in there but i just i don't get it 
I, I, I don't understand it. I think the reaction is is crazy. And he got hurt. He got hurt celebrating. So at some point, it's like that's not. I don't count that as he didn't get hurt in the game. He got hurt. I don't know. It's a gray area, I suppose. But I saw everybody going after that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Um, let me address for the final time where I stand on Aaron Rodgers. And I have to do this, and I really do hope it's the final time. Aaron Rodgers took over for Brett Favre back in 2008, and I was ready for it. I remember the game we all remember in 2007 when he came in, looked really good against the Cowboys, and we knew it was time to move on from Favre. We knew then, as much as we loved Favre, we knew it was time to move on because the time that we were going to get out of Favre was not going to be the time that we were going to get out of Rodgers. Now, did we think Rodgers would be as good as Favre? We said, there's no way he's good as Favre, but maybe he does this, maybe he does this. He turns out he's better, okay? But we knew then that you have to go with the guy that's going to be there longer. And that is how it should be in this situation. Do we know what Jordan Love's going to be? No. I really do believe that Jordan Love's going to be good based on Aaron Rodgers playing through an injury when they were pretty much mathematically eliminated. My belief could be wrong. Sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, say the wrong thing here when talking about Rodgers. But uh, my belief is that Rodgers wanted to play f- for many reasons, but because he didn't want the world to get five weeks of tape on Jordan Love, because then this decision would have been easier for the Packers. Rodgers wants to go out on his terms. He wants to retire when it's time for him to retire, when he thinks so. So he's seen this with all his buddies. How many, how many Packer buddies has he seen? that have got cut, quote-unquote, a year too early. You know, the offensive linemen, the Packers were doing it with. Jordy Nelson specifically gets referenced. But that's the way of the business. I I really think that Rodgers needs to understand that that's the way of the business. And I think that he thinks he's the best player to play for this, this team that's been playing for 100 years. So he earned 
by being as good as he is, he earned the right to go out on his terms. Well, the Packers have to start planning for the future. And they drafted his replacement three years ago. And Rodgers had some good years since then. Right? We all know that. But it is time to move on. Because just like with Favre, now we don't know as much about love because Rodgers didn't afford us that opportunity. We don't know this much about love. But it is, it's it's the same equation as it was then. Do you want a little bit more of Rodgers or a long time of love? Uh, commenting on Twitter, talking about how I think Rodgers decides that he is wanting to go out on his own terms. Uh, Bill says, you don't feel like his resume has afforded him the right to go out on his own terms? Well, what are we talking here? Is his own terms one more year and then he says goodbye? We don't know that. We can't tell. He doesn't know. Is it five more years? Are we going to say, all right, everything that Rodgers did up to this point is perfect. So play as long as you want. Because what you've given us, you've now earned whatever you want. Play for another 10 years. Be, be bad. Be the worst quarterback in the league. But you gave us those that amount of time. Give us another 15 years where you're the worst quarterback in, league, in the league. But you've earned that because you were so good for, for so long. Is that what we're talking about here? I just find it – we get to a point with these athletes where we love them so much that we do start to put them over the team. And we can't do that. We can't put them over the team. The team has to move on. The team has to do what's best for the team. They got, they are trying to win championships. They don't feel like Rodgers presents them that option to win a championship anymore. Will they be wrong? I don't think they will. I think if Rodgers came back to Green Bay, he wouldn't be as good. I think he'd be what he was last year. If he goes to the Jets, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder, and that's what Rodgers needs to play at an MVP level, I suppose. By the way, I don't think the resume is good enough to go out on his terms. He has won one Super Bowl. You don't stop, halt your franchise for a guy that's won one Super Bowl. Now, I know he won four MVPs, but that doesn't do anything for me in terms of, like, Rodgers winning MVPs. So I think back of Rodgers, and I've loved his career. There's been so many great moments. Some of them are on the wall behind me that I'm sitting in front of right now in my basement. And I've loved his career. It's been a fantastic career. And there's been so many great playoff wins. And there's been so many oh, the Hail Marys. And there's been so many come from behind victories. And pretty much any game against the Bears. There's been a lot of great moments. I cherish those as a Packer fan forever. It's been, it's been so, so fun. But him actually winning an MVP is not a moment for me. I don't care. My, my love for his career does not change if he won four MVPs, zero MVPs, or nine MVPs. It doesn't do anything for how I feel about him or how I feel his tenure should be. Okay. How do I feel about him? I feel like Aaron Rodgers is a phenomenal quarterback and I've enjoyed watching him play a lot. I think Aaron Rodgers is a great person. I think he's done a lot for good people. There's a lot of things that we've seen him do. There's a lot that we haven't seen him do. Most likely I would assume to shout out chives in his goodbye on McAfee. This is a tremendously nice gesture, you know, like Leroy shouting out pick and save at the hall of fame. It's a, it's a great gesture. I understand what he did during the pandemic. I understand what he continues to do and what he will continue to do. 
I think Rodgers is a great person. I don't like his personality. I don't like his personality. I, I've called him a personality chameleon. I think he attaches to who he's hanging out with. I think that uh, he has a lot of traits in someone that I would not hang out with. And that's fine. The, the quick response is, well, I don't like your personality. Well, that's okay. The click off button's right up there. I mean, the, the, it's okay not to like your personality. But, okay, so if you, don't like, if you don't like my personality, do you watch my stuff? You probably don't. So the more I get on Roger's personality, the less I get like, the less I enjoy watching him. It's not personal. Everyone thinks, what did he ever do to you? He can't hurt you. I'm just, it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's watching a guy who gets in front of the narrative, who always has a chip on his shoulder, says he's not the victim, but certainly plays one well on TV. I just don't like his personality. I don't know why that's so bad. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy his career. That doesn't mean he didn't give me great moments. That doesn't mean I don't have his jersey. I have a giant Rogers toy that I'm holding up right here in the box. He's littered all over my house. Okay. I just, I don't like his personality anymore. And I'm tired of the off season drama and whether he tries to create that drama or not, whether that's like his intention whether he's pulling the strings or holding things up, it's just, it's too much. I want to root for a football team from August to January. Okay. I want, I, so many people in my career have told me to stick to sports. Well, I'm trying to, I just want to watch my football team from August to January yet from February to July. It's all this, all these questions about Rogers and having to wait for him to talk at the Kentucky Derby or, McAfee show it's just exhausting I and I don't and I don't think the Packers are getting enough out of it if he was winning a Super Bowl every year oh we gotta go this thing he's gonna win a summer Super Bowl that'd be different but he's not and I know it's not all Rogers fault the Packers have been uh quietly one of the worst run organizations of the last decade and Rogers has masked a lot of that I understand all this I just think it's time to move on from a football perspective I think it's time to move on. We can disagree with that. I am tired of his personality taking up the offseason. You may not be. We can disagree on that. One thing that needs to stop, and I'm going to bring it up so you don't bring it up. I don't care that he didn't get vaccinated. I was on the radio at the time during this, and I had said, Rogers needs to get vaccinated. Why won't you get vaccinated? It's the vaccine. Because I wanted him to play. All right. COVID was scary. COVID killed a lot of people. I know people with long COVID that are suffering. I did. I had a six month old kid in my house. I was scared to death of COVID. I won't apologize for that. So, yes, I wanted people to get the vaccine. I wanted there to not be COVID. I was scared for my kid. Is that bad? Do you see how I'm manipulating this now by bringing my kid into it? I know what I'm doing. But I, I mean that. I was I was afraid of it. And then with my athletes, the, the leagues were saying, get vaccinated so you can play. And so I wanted everyone to get vaccinated. Yes, so COVID could be done. 
And then also, so the guys could play. I want Rodgers to play and then not getting vaccinated. I might have called him a bad teammate. I'm sure I said a lot of stupid stuff that people hang on to and gleam onto it and will never let me go from that. And that's just something I have to deal with. I get people three years later saying I don't like Rodgers because of COVID. Please let me clear this up for you. Now, one other issue that I want to address with Rodgers, and it, uh, it came from a voicemail from my good friend Cone Roller. Thursday night, Wednesday night rather, Wednesday night I went on Twitter and tweeted something about how a lot of people are doing all these tribute videos for Rodgers. They are not Rodgers fans, they are engagement fans. I deleted the tweet because I felt it was rude, and also I did it at a time where I shouldn't have been tweeting. Here's Cone's voicemail after I deleted the tweet. Hey, Bart, it's Cone. Um, just Friday morning, uh, or Thursday morning, actually, after all the Rogers dust has settled, um, I saw you were deleting some tweets about your Rogers meltdown, um, calling people losers for posting tribute videos. You know, honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with honoring what Aaron Rodgers has done for this franchise. Um, played at a high level the majority of his career, got us to Super Bowl, um, curious to kind of hear what your expectations are um, for Jordan Love for the Packers, obviously, but I don't think it's going to be as um, successful just putting in Jordan Love, honestly. I, I don't think this team wins more games than the Jets with Rodgers, and I'd be willing to put a thousand bucks on it if you are. And um, another thing is we love Ryan Braun in this state, and I'm, I love Ryan Braun. His number should absolutely be retired. But the discourse between how we talk about Ryan Braun versus Aaron Rodgers is a little hypocritical, in my opinion, because they've had similar careers, except there's been one commonality, and that's Aaron Rodgers has won more and has done more for the Packers than Ryan Braun did for the Brewers. And nobody's out here slandering Ryan Braun, he was a confirmed cheater, ruined the guy's career, and we have Aaron Rodgers over here saving small businesses. So I, I just don't get the brain melt that you are leading the charge on with this Rodgers discourse, uh, deleting tweets, obviously, calling people losers for, um, you know, posting tribute videos. You're ripping on the dude's mental health. Uh, Bart, I hope you're okay. And praying for you this weekend um, as kind of some of the stuff settles. I'm not ripping on his mental health. Uh, I don't think the darkness retreat. I I, I don't know how. Or, look, if that's what he needs, it I, fine. I'll punt on that one. If that's if that's for mental health, then fine. Okay, what do I know? I don't know his brain. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'll I'll, I'll get off of that one. Um. Again, you got to separate the two, Cone. I'm not saying Rodgers is a bad person. I never have. He's a good person. He is confused about who he is. Is That's what I see. That's what I believe. And he doesn't want to be the victim, but he also doesn't want the criticism. He does a lot of things in my playbook. Get out there first. Rip on yourself first. You do something wrong, you, you do it first. You... You get, I mean, he's trying to control the narrative. I, I totally understand it. Maybe, and that's why I don't like him. Maybe I find he's too much like me. 
Maybe. But great football player, great memories, great person, a personality I don't like. Sorry, I'm just being honest. And I'm just fatigued with uh, every offseason. But the most simple fact is the Packers are in a spot where they need to move on. They needed to move on then. They need to move on now. It is time to move on. That's all this is at the end of the day. Now, as far as the tweets I'm deleting, you are free to enjoy content as much as you want. You're free to go watch uh, old games. You're free to watch tribute videos. Where my anger is at is that the people that are putting up these Twitter videos, there's there's too many people on Twitter right now that know that them gloating over Rodgers is going to get them 9,000 likes, and then that's why they do it. They give you no content. They give you no perspective. They just fish for likes by saying, hey, here's a good throw Rodgers did on this date seven years ago. Now, is that a mental health thing that I shouldn't rip on for them needing to do that? I don't know. Am I being hypocritical because I'm now using Rodgers for content? Yes. But the difference is if you're this far in this show or this far in this video, it's because I have done something to keep you there. I have done it. Not, I even played 18 minutes of Rogers to do it. So it's fine if you want to make a tribute video to Rogers on Twitter, just at some point say something other than Rogers is good quarterback. Me love him. Here's roll tape. And so that's what bothers me. It bothers me like guys like Bill who can't get it through their head that it is time to move on, that you can't let a quarterback play forever. The Giants were doing that with Eli Manning. He almost played himself out of the Hall of Fame. I just, that's where I'm at in Rodgers. I feel like I've answered every question. Um, and so I'm done. We move on to Jordan Love. Still interested in the compensation, but everything else regarding Rodgers the personality. We'll see how he does on the Jets. You've heard it all from me. I don't need to say it anymore. That closes the book on my Aaron Rodgers takes. All right, got some more voicemails to play. Uh, let me tell you real quick about Happy Place Hemp. HappyPlaceHemp.com. 25% off every order at HappyPlaceHemp.com. They've got CBD gummies. They've got the lotions. They've got lip balm. They've got tinctures. Uh, the, you can use it for your pets. If your pets are like rambunctious or whatever, or really what I think of is I wish we had this for my dog. I really do. When she was getting old, she was just a mess. She had glaucoma. She had like lumps all over her body. She was always just like, she was basically on death's door for four years. We probably should have put her down, but we could have at least made her life better. So I, I do wish this stuff was around. I'm glad it's around for me. Take the gummies pretty frequently, whether it's to chill out and relax, maybe the Delta 8s, Delta 9s, and the uh, more potent stuff, or the CBD, CBN gummies. Those are the purple ones. I take those at night. That's what they're designed to do is kind of mellow you out, help you fall asleep, and it doesn't conk me out for the night either. I can get up when my son's crying down the hall. Or now he started walking in our room, which saves me a trip. So I do like that for sure. HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code's BART. 25% every single order is taken off with that code. First one, second one, third one. 
however many times you order. Happyplacehemp.com promo code BART will work for you every time. Some more voicemails courtesy of our friends at Carl's Place, 402-915-BART, 402-915-BART. Let me get this one from Corey, who's in Manitowoc. The transcription service that I use on my Google voice number, it says Corey from Ann Fuck. And that's what it sounds like he says, but he says Manitowoc. He's going to talk about Rodgers, but I have nothing more to comment. As I told you, I was done. One sec. Hey, Bart, Corey from Amtrak here. I got the hottest of hot takes. So I have discovered that Julius Caesar has come back, reincarnated as Aaron Rodgers. Here's why. Aaron Rodgers, get all the news yesterday. He's going to be a jet. Blah, blah, blah. Yesterday was the Ides of March. A little quick history lesson. Some guy told Julius Caesar, beware the Ides of March. That day, all these people came and stabbed him. He's dead. There's another story with Julius Caesar. I got in this huge YouTube rabbit hole of Julius Caesar yesterday, looking at Ides of March, because I'm a weirdo like that. There's a story of when he was captured by pirates, and they put up a ransom for him of like 20 pieces of gold. And he goes, I'm worth way more than that. Make it 50. So the pirates did, and Rome paid that in order to get Julius Caesar back. I think Aaron Rodgers is so twisted, sick and twisted mind of his, that he would rather see the Jets give up more to the Packers to get him than keep assets to help him. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, Bart. That's my take, and I believe it wholeheartedly. I bet you will too. Probably not Ryan Horvath, but I know you will. Take care. Mm, okay, so I am done. <laughs> oh, no. But I, I'm not done. I did say I'm not done with transaction stuff. So would Rodgers rather see higher picks? Would it, would it bruise him if the Jets only trade a fifth and a fourth for it? What if Rodgers is the one saying, no, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I need to go for a first. Wow. Interesting. I said I was done talking about that, so I'll talk about the trade uh, stuff, but I I can't talk about how Rodgers would view it or I think he would view it because I did say I was done, but that's something for you guys to chew on. That is very interesting. Very interesting. Corey from Anatofuck, Manitowoc, it says. Uh, very interesting. All right, played the cone email. Here's one from Brick. Good morning, Bart. Uh, Thursday morning. I uh, just was catching up on yesterday's podcast, and I probably won't even need to use this because you're probably beat it to death, but I have a funny Bill Michael story that um, years ago when I was... Oh, no, uh, Brick. Go on. In, up north in Rhinelander, I called into his show because I disagreed with the take he had on the Packers. I don't even remember what it was, and I... I just said, I think I think that's a bad take, and this is why, yada, yada, yada. He cut me off mid-sentence and then went on a 10-minute tirade about how how stupid fans are, and they don't know anything compared to him, and it just it was hilarious to me. Cut that part out if you want. But speaking of the tournament, um, I think Northwestern as a survivor pick is a good one. I think their their age and their experience is a good one, is, is good to lean on. But uh, I think I have Texas. 
Alabama, Houston, and I want to say Kansas in my final four in my money bracket. I can't remember for sure. Um, and then another one, I have Marquette winning it all because you got to be a homer sometimes. And I am 100% on the Marquette bandwagon. I have paid literally no attention to them since Dwayne Wade and Deanard and Novak took them to the final four when I was geez, 10, 11 years old. But anyway, any any time a Wisconsin team is is successful, I will support them wholeheartedly because I think it's just good for the state, it's good for the sports culture in the area, and it kind of puts us on the map a little bit. So, all right, have a good rest of your day, Bart. I'll probably try to hop on the post game later today if you're doing that. Otherwise, yeah, that's all I got. Take care. Yeah, I'll root for Marquette. Again, on Friday, I'm going to be with a bunch of Marquette fans. I'm not going to be the one guy that's like, oh, come on, go whoever they're playing. I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. Vermont. Um, and you know, anytime that it's good for Milwaukee, so it's good for Milwaukee. If Marquette loses, I'm not going to be sad. So it's like the XFL take. You root for your team, and if they do well, you're happy. But if they lose, you didn't really care that much anyway. So that's where I'm at with that. All right, um, that will do it for this portion of the show. I'm going to now transition it into the Bucks post game that was taped on Thursday night after Bucks Pacers, and we'll talk some more NCAA March Madness. the the one The one thing I do need to tell you before that is I do have another promo code, guys. It's Bart again. Omaha Steaks. Get the packages. OmahaSteaks.com. Thirty dollars off your package order. At checkout, omahasteaks.com. Bucks lose to the Pacers. That's what we've got for you tonight. Bucks lose to the Pacers. At home, no less. Bucks lose 136 to 123. The Pacers had eight guys in double figures, two of them who were wearing Bucks uniforms not, not too long ago in Jordan Wara. 33 minutes for Wara, 12 points, eight boards, four assists, a steal, a block. And George Hill, you may have forgot about him. Three for four from three, 15 total points, and a couple of rebounds and steals for him or assists, a steal, if it matters. Who cares? I, I'm not I'm not doing George Hill's stat line uh, all night. So Bucks beat the Pacers is what I would like to say. Pacers beat the Bucks. And we'll talk about it a little bit here, watch some March Madness, and recap some of the stuff that's been going on today. The Bucks. it's interesting with the Bucks. It's interesting with the Bucks. They had a really tough road trip, and they won some big games, specifically the Kings game and then the Suns game. They win those two games in hostile environments against teams that really want to beat them, and it's good measuring stick stuff for them. And it's good, you know, measuring stick for the bucks. It's a good test to see where they're at and how they're going to play. And you know, what, what kind of shape they're in, what kind of shape they're in mentally at this point of the season, because it does get to be a little bit of a grind. Right. But they had two teams that wanted to win and beat them and the bucks took care of them. Then the bucks get back home and there were some guys out tonight and Giannis got in some foul trouble. But then they lose to the Pacers. And I'm not worried about that. I, I, I think it's interesting sometimes in the NBA. Those games Monday and Tuesday were big deals. They were big deals. 
And it was a big deal that they won both of those games. And they lose to the Pacers at home, and that's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Now, they have to, like, my argument years ago was you got to win the games that people are watching. And it doesn't matter if, like, there are not a lot of people watching the Bucks. A lot of people are sunk into March Madness. Uh, or there's an XFL game late on Thursday night. Or, or, or. Uh, people are sad about Bobby Tunyon signing with the Bears as the NFC North incestual clause kicks in once again. Same thing happened with David Montgomery from the Bears to the Lions. Jamal Williams broke free. Credit to him. Packers, Lions, and now the Saints. So credit to him for breaking out of the incestual chain. I know it's kind of gross, but that's really what it is. Bobby Tunyon, you knew he was going to sign with the Lions, Bears, or Vikings. Uh, with Tunyon, he, I, I thought he had, like, I thought he was on the track to be like a Kittle type player, but then he got hurt and he just had cement legs and you could tell it just wasn't there for him. So pour one out for Bobby T. I take Jake. What's Yo, up? Where are man, you? Man, that sucked. Yeah. Did you watch start to finish? I, yeah. I had March Madness on. It was also put the kid to bed night that takes that takes two hours no so i didn't i, I didn't spa- like i watched more than tim shea watches on a normal night but i didn't uh i wasn't forced to sit through all of the misery i every time i checked every five minutes or so they're winning it's fine and then uh pacers kind of just took it to them popping some threes had a big third quarter uh 46 points in the third and then the pacers outscored the bucks by 13 in the fourth yeah, I mean, it, I watched the whole game start to finish, and in the beginning, it felt like just another game where, yeah, they're kind of just going through the motions, and then they'll turn it on in the late third, early fourth, and just kind of run away with it. And uh, it was weird. Like, to say that there was bad defensive effort would be to imply that there was any defensive effort because, I mean, they literally were just jogging. And, uh, I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but... Pat Connaughton, man, like I I was talking to a few weeks ago with a friend about like when the rotations get shored up in the playoffs, who's going to go. And I think it has to be Connaughton at this point. I mean, we're well past the stage of, well, he's coming back from injury. Like, no, dude, you got to hit a shot. You're getting open looks. Um, He's just, I mean, right on the the same level with Grayson defensively. I think Grayson's probably a little bit better defender because I think Pat has a lot of, uh, bad instincts on the defensive end, but um, it's weird for someone that was so critical a couple of years ago. Like he's just given you nothing. So I don't know, like that, that's a disheartening loss because while I understand you can't win every game, I just think you look back and, you know, if they don't get the one seed. This is the kind of night where you look back and be like, damn, they lost to the Pacers at home without Halliburton. Like, damn, just blows. Uh, we are on YouTube. Jerry wants to know if Jake's on a retreat. Jake's screen is dark. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm in a cave right now. I'm, I'm dropping oh, a God. deuce in a cave. And then my screen just went away. So Jay Freely's wondering what shady effing stream he clicked on to. Um, Bailey likes my generic white tea. Yeah, I thought very, it was so. I'm on Brian YouTube. And I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to bring this up audio wise. But I'm on YouTube. And my video keeps cutting out. 
Uh, I don't know because I did a Zoom yesterday with CBS 58, so my video keeps cutting out. I won't bring it up anymore, but there you go. That better shit out of me on YouTube. Yeah, you look great. Got the new haircut going here. You've got some uh, people agreeing with you on Pat. KJ said Bud loves him some Pat. I'd I'd much rather see Bochamp get minutes. Um, Too much Pat C tonight. That's from Richard. So I like your question about uh, the rotation in the playoffs. And now I should mention no Brooke. Brooke didn't play. Um, Who else didn't play tonight? Oh, Dragic. But Brooke didn't play. We haven't seen Crowder didn't play. Crowder. Yeah, that was the other one. So, you know, I think you can realize the importance to Brooke on this team. Not like anybody was doubting that. But in the playoffs, you're going to go Giannis, Middleton, Drew, who are you starting? Grayson didn't play either. Grayson. Yeah, I think you, you stick with your – I mean, if it's well, me – If you're starting Grayson, yeah, if you're starting Grayson, Giannis, Middleton, Drew, and Brooke, that's five. And then if you go four deep, you're looking at Portis, Connaughton, Crowder, Javon Carter, Ingles, and I think you'd ask one of those five. Well, so of well, those so guys that you'd ask, you'd ask Pat. Matthews is going to play in the playoffs too. So, well, then Matthews is in there. So, yeah, Pat's Pat's playoff minutes. Uh, and and Pat again. He this is why I want them to figure this out. You will there will be games where you need Pat, and you'll need like yeah, you normally go nine or whatever, but it's a two month like it's hard. So you're going to need guys to come in. But in terms of you know, game seven kind of rotations. Um, would I rather have Pat out there than Ingles right now? I don't think so. No. I mean, Ingles is just, just the nature of him being taller. I mean, you saw the defense he played on Chris Paul the other night. And, you know, if Pat, this is the thing. Ingles took five threes tonight, made four. Pat took six, made one. It's going to be up to those guys making their threes to see who kind of sticks in there. So, yeah, I would say, I would say Pat's playoff minutes – uh, could be in question, which speaks to the depth of the team, but also I don't think he's playing up to his best potential. Well, I also would have liked to see more from Middleton tonight with Giannis getting in the foul trouble. Just be aggressive, a little that bit more too, aggressive. Giannis foul trouble. Did my video go again? My God. Yeah, I'm looking at an egg. There you go. Jesus. Is that Brian Danielson I'm talking to? No, um, I just wanted to see <laughs> – Middleton a little bit more aggressive on offense with Giannis in the foul trouble. Um, but I don't know. It just seemed like maybe they just assumed like, yeah, we'll just kind of toss the ball out there and roll to a victory and wasn't really happening tonight. Um, so yeah, that was a bummer, but it sucks because like, I don't know. It, yes. You're not going to win them all, but um, they have the one seed now. And like, you don't want to lose the one seed. It's one thing to be the two seed and then not maybe get up there and be able to snatch it from Boston. But now that you have it, like, nah, let's keep it. Like, just just be the one seed. And here's my idea. You lock up the one seed and then you sit Giannis until the second round. I mean, it, I don't – I'm not going to say I like it. I don't – Be bold. I don't hate it. Like how some of these one seeds in the tournament don't need to play – Oh, um, before I go, I do want to mention one thing. Um, have you ever seen a human being that just oozes more insincerity than Aaron Rodgers? So this this post game show, 
if you're listening on the podcast, you've heard it. But this post game show is being attached to a segment I did earlier in the day uh, on Rogers, and I kind of build it as my final, last thoughts on Rogers. That's cute. I know, but branding. But yeah, he's he's in, he's insecure. Here's the question that was posed to me on a voicemail. Talk about this with your friends over the weekend. This is the question that you got to talk about over the weekend. Who would be offended more if the Packers didn't get a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers? The Packers or Aaron Rodgers? Oh, that's brilliant. That Dude, I could totally see that causing a rift. Then like, I got via a voicemail, so all credit to them. I could totally see that. Like, you know, the Jets get him for like a two and a five next year, and he's like, oh, so this is what you think of me, huh? The- Rodgers, we're going to trade you. Oh, but yeah, just uh, all right. What was the, what was the? I'm just curious. What was the compensation? A uh, second, and then a fourth next year, and uh, Elijah Moore. A second, I'll retire. Get a first. <laughs> that's right. brilliant. I already broke my promise, but I think that's an interesting question. Like, no. I'm going to talk about Rogers, but I don't need to be. I don't need to like dissect his personality anymore. I think we can all agree on that. And there was a good article on the Ringer uh, out today that basically said everything I've been saying. Well, I had a, um, a, a thought, too, because... Yeah, Bailey says, what if he's the one leaking the rumors about two first-round picks? I love it. I love it. Trying to get the, get it up to three. No, yeah. you know, so here was one of my thoughts I had earlier, too, was like, this is Aaron Rodgers and his freaky-deaky hippie personality, and it's the Jets, so, like, you can't trust the Jets. Maybe it would behoove... Like if this, if it gets the deal done quicker, say, okay, you don't have to give us your first this year. It's, it's 13. Okay. Give us your first next year. And maybe like your second round pick this year, like there's potential for this thing to blow up in their face. Big time. Besides injury. Like you could just have it where Rogers isn't happy in New York. doesn't fit into the system. Doesn't like the coaching staff, whatever, but it could easily go awry. And if people want to say like, no, that pick's going to end up in the late twenties or look, that was supposed to be Denver's pick this year. And Seattle ended up getting a top five pick. So you never know how things are going to shake out. I think, you know, it, it might be a smart play in the long term If you say, okay, don't give us your pick this year, give it to us next year. Jake, you strike me as the kind of guy that did not fill out a bracket. What's a bracket when you like a, what do you mean? Like for your uh, hanging Mark, something? Mark Madness. Yeah, no, because here's here's the real truth. And here's, you know, it's been a while since I've had a true hot take. College basketball has the worst system for declare, like deciding a champion because it's the the best team rarely wins. And I, I feel like if you want to look at the true national champion, it's probably the last coaches poll. Like just go by that because, you know, it, it's it sucks to me that you can go an entire season and then – you know, Alcorn State can get hot from three in one game, Princeton and you're the best team Arizona in the country. Today. What's that? Princeton beat Arizona. There you go. See, two. takes one one bad shooting night for you, and one good good shooting night for them, and then your season's over. Now I understand what you're saying. People uh, just like that there's stakes in every game. That's the only reason college well, basketball. Well, you don't. You won't have so anyone agree with you, really. But I, it's not a great. It's not a great way to determine who is the best team, but it is a fun way to determine a champion. 
it's a fun way to watch a sport. Like, I don't even think it's people like that. It determines the champion. They just, every game is like a game seven. So, you know, yes, there's that exciting factor, but it's lame as hell. Yeah. Hey, I don't think I swore once. So I'm really proud of myself. Uh, you just said the H word, which is banned in my house. Oh, I'm sorry. Want to hear a cute story about my son? Uh, I love it. Let's hear it. I was trying to see if he understands rhymes. He's three and a half. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God. I was trying to see if he understands rhymes. And I was being like, what What rhymes with ball? Cheese or mall? And he'd say mall. And he'd say he would get it. Yeah. And then I would say, like, what rhymes with uh, boat? And then he, he said Goat. And then I said, what rhymes? I go, what rhymes with shit? And then he said, fuck. <laughs> oh, kids swearing will never not be funny. It's just oh, the great. best. It's great. And we'll read books and he'll be like, uh, earmuffs, everyone. He'll be like, uh, like, daddy, who's this dumb bitch? Daddy, what's this fucking guy doing? <laughs> no, dude. I love that your household has got to be like mine. Like, uh, Last year, my daughters would have been six and four, and the youngest one tattled on the oldest one, and she said something like, "Mommy, mommy, uh, Addie said the shit word, like <laughs> not the s word." Yeah, 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 yeah. Kids are All the right. best, man. Jake, good to talk to you, buddy. All right, thanks. Take it easy, Bart. Take her easy. Um, do you want to talk? Are you there? Is it me? Yeah, you want to talk? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Bart. That was me. I'm Bailey on. Uh, YouTube. I just, for some reason, I'm logged into someone else's account. Oh, um, what's up? All right. Uh, Alex, right? Yes, sir. Hey, man, what's up? Welcome to the show. Thank sometimes, you. Sometimes I've, people jump in here and they like, I don't know if they want to talk and then I throw them on and. No, no, I appreciate it. Um, we've talked before, but yeah, cute yeah. story about your kid. Um, when you took the boat angle, I thought you were going to say Bodie. Oh, um, yeah. My kid, my kid's you t- like, kid, my kid's first <laughs> words were cone roller. <laughs> When you took the goat angle, I thought you were going to say Aaron Rodgers. Oh, um, uh, But anyway, I don't know if anyone ever floated this idea around, but Bart, we should have done a bracket. Like a Bart Winkler show bracket. Well, how about camera not working would be a one seed right now. Yeah. Might be a 16 seed. Uh, all right. Like, like of people or what? This is fucking annoying the shit out of me. Oh, you're good. Um, I don't no, mind I, if you don't have a video. You guys, you guys don't need video if you don't want it. But I, I got to get my face out there. That's what drives the clicks on YouTube. I just think you have the following where we could have had a good 30, 40 people deep group. Yeah, I meant to do one, and then I, I I'll do one next time. I don't know. I was listening to the podcast today, and I was like, oh shit, I have a really good idea. Oh wait, it's too late. I could do a women's bracket still. That starts on Friday. <laughs> I'd be down. <laughs> Put some you money in. You guys want to do a? I, I think did, what I, I'm going to do is I'm 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 going to start. This is really pissing me off. I can't can unplug. I can't leave my out. screen or the YouTube ends. You're good, Bart. We can hear you. It just keeps going in and out. I know you can hear me. It's just annoying. But, Maybe then next time I'll come up with a contest and I'll 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 throw in some Omaha steaks and I'll cook I'll cook them for you and I'll cook the. Happy Place Hemp gummies right in there. 
Ooh, I would not be opposed to that. Or we could do like a playoff bracket for the NBA. I mean, I don't know. We could we could wager some money, like yeah, a ten dollar buy-in. There'll, there'll be there'll be there'll be. If Wisconsin's not going to do gambling, I'll, why don't I just turn this podcast and this will just be a front for an illegal sports book. As long as no one breaks my kneecaps, as Horvat says. Yeah, that would be fine. But anyway, Bart, I just wanted to come in and say that um, I really do appreciate the podcast. When I wake up in the morning, it's the first thing I listen to. And keep doing what you're doing, man. Ahead of the birds chirping. Yeah, I mean, I don't oh. get up till 8 o'clock, but oh. I put those AirPods in and pull up my podcast app and Let's listen to Bart. It's there for you every day. 5 a.m. It drops. Not up that early, but it's the first thing I listen to. So. You know, I, I do. 5 a.m. is like the highest listened hour. Ugh, not for me. You got a lot of people up at 5. I don't know what you guys are doing. I'm too young for that, man. Yeah. But All right, man. Well, good to talk to you. Yep. Take care, Bart. Thank you. Yeah, see ya. Alex jumping in uh, with no video, which is fine. Tim's on with video. Tim, my video keeps cutting in and out. Uh, you have like 2% of me, so rapid fire, go. Why? You're like, phone's dying? Yeah. All right. Uh, rapid fire, go. How's your bracket doing? Uh, it's okay. It's okay still. Have you been at Kelly's all day? Uh, pretty much, yes. Um, what do you think of the Bucks game? Uh, they lost. <clears throat> Thumbs down. Okay. Uh God, that's really all I got. I just kind of like when you sit there. That's it? Rapid fire? That's it? You're done? Well, what do you got? Um, why are you deleting tweets, apparently? I'm at 1%. I've been told that you are deleting tweets. I deleted tweets about Rogers, which were addressed earlier in the podcast. Will Cone Roller ever show his face on your podcast? Will Bodie ever share his name? Will Bodie ever share his face? Will Bodie ever call into the show? Sorry. I don't know. I don't care. Okay, thank you. All right, I'm at percent. Anything else? Thanks for using your last percent on me. All right, thank you. Love you, Bart. One percent. Always. Love you. Always give you one percent. That is Go very Bruce. true. Go Bruce. See you, buddy. Um, let's see. Ryan says embarrassing game, middle trash again. And he says middle trash with a dollar sign for the S. Aaron says he gets up. He's listening and playing FIFA at 5 a.m. before work. Fuck yeah. Q's back on the stream. What's up? Uh, we, we, uh, this should be public. We banned Q for a week because of, uh, everyone was mad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, yeah. I guess it was, uh, it was like Ja Morant. It was like self banned. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I mean, I'm actually, I was pleasantly surprised with Jake's call. He was, he was pretty steady Eddie. So. Well, and this is like, it's like, uh, I'm starting to look like Doc Brown here, but it's a game where, like I said earlier in the week, those games mattered. And somehow this game didn't. I mean, it does. You still want the one seed, but it just felt like, I don't know. They did blow a lead, but nobody was playing. Giannis got in foul trouble. Dan Schaefer is a good tweet here. The Bucks giving up 84 second point half or second half points when Brooke Lopez had the night off helps build his defensive player of the year case. I would agree with that. That that refereeing crew is really tough on the Bucks, but I, I feel like they wouldn't officiate the game that way in the playoffs. Like 
Um, I don't agree with a majority of the falls that Giannis got early in that game. Um, but I think, I, I think it, 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 it probably gives us a good leg up for defensive player of the year with Brooke. Um, when we give up over 130 points when he's on the bench for the whole game. So maybe it was like, uh, the team just decided to, to take a knife night off defensively so that Brooke would look even better. Um, but that, Oh, that, conspiracy. Are we doing conspiracy that this was the Bucks way of getting Brooke, the DPOI? I, I feel like it's just my silver lining besides, uh, the two one handed dunks from Leonard in the first half that were pretty badass. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And I guess, like you listed off the three guys that didn't play. Um, and I think those are three key pieces to this roster now. Um, and I think we're really fortunate that we don't have to rely on Pat Connington um, in the playoffs this year. Hopefully he can bounce back. I, I still am going to be patient with Pat and with Chris. Um, it seems like, we really do ease guys back into it when they're coming back from health issues. So um, hopefully they can get things going before the playoffs. But uh, it's it's really nice that with e- both those guys, we really haven't had to rely on them very much this year. So it'll kind of be um, like frosting on the cake if they get better for playoff time. Yeah. The only part of the cupcake that I actually eat you know, I don't like cake. I don't like cake. You don't do cake? I don't. So I like don't mind uh, eating carbs. I eat way too many carbs. But if something's just like all starch and like, you know, it's carb. Like uh, cake, uh, waffles. I'm not. In, no, pancakes. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it's just like, it's just like eating a loaf of bread squished. You strike me as an ice cream guy, though. I love ice cream. <laughs> yep. Me, me, yeah. and, me and Uncle Joe. What's Uncle Joe? Biden, your president. Oh. <laughs> I've never heard him called Uncle Joe. He's like great grandpa Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag not my president. He took Arizona to win it all. They lost. Ooh. I didn't. What did Barack do? Is he still doing public brackets? I think he took Duke over Duke over someone. I don't know. It's not it's not a bad pick. How's your bracket doing so far? Remember when Sports Center got all woke and made him do a women's one too? I'm just fucking around. Uh my bracket? Um I don't know. I had Arizona far enough, but it doesn't hurt, you know. I like a lot of people at Arizona to the sweet 16. So if Arizona loses, it's not like your brackets busted. You want teams that are high seeds or low, whatever high seeds to lose. If they're not one of your final four teams, you want them to lose for sure. Um, I took Bama Houston in a lot of finals. And then I did one with Marquette just to like pretend to care about them. I did. Uh, I did take Furman on the advice of Ryan Horvat. 
I did yeah. take Furman. I in my, my in survivor my pick one in Northwestern. So that's good. And so Iowa okay. lost. Iowa lost. I took them to win the whole tournament in my DraftKings zero right pool. So that yeah. was a great move. I was surprised Horvat uh, went against Auburn. That was like a home game for them because mm. it's in Birmingham. So, um, are you? Hey, Tony in Texas is here. Are you guys good? Oh, no, no, we're not. Hey, Q, you you are like the Bucks defense today, slow and lethargic. And now Tony, Tony. Oh, no. Oh, people call me. I'm sorry, Bart. Hey. The the internet censored Tony. Imagine that. People people call me bitching about the Bucks defense, Q. Well, I'm going to say bye to Q and then talk to Tony. Uh, All right. Q, I want to talk to Q. Q, you got to admit, that was just a sad effort on defense. I I feel like I don't live day to day with the Bucks because it's a long season and our season doesn't start till like May. So, but what if you shelled out a hundred dollars for that game? You you saw that bullshit. I mean, I'm and, a season ticket holder, so I just get discounted seats for the whole season. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. It, it's someone. I'm not sure that was an answer, but. I don't know, but I, I guess I don't feel like anyone who paid a hundred dollars to see the Bucks play the Pacers, uh, like at the start of March Madness, is dumb. Like they're not basketball fans. If so you're they're basically going to bashing about eighteen, you're bashing eighteen thousand people today, probably. I I highly doubt it was a sellout. So, but Tony, I, I can tell you're fired up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with well, uh, Bart. Stop. All right, Q. Well, take a Red Bull before you come in here. Get some more energy. It's like ten o'clock. I'm gonna go to bed. And All right, gotta I, work in the morning. I hear you, buddy. We're both ten o'clock. Working. That's when nights start around. Nah, here, well, Q and I are both working <laughs> stiffs. I kid, I kid. Q, you're all right, man. So, all right, see you guys. Right. Whatever Horbot's on, no, you gotta, you gotta take. All right, Bart, how's it going, man? No, I, I just get pissed off with lack of effort, man. That's it. Lack of effort and energy. Well, I don't care about that. I want to know about uh, you and Brandon from Shorewood had a good night the other night. Oh yeah, yeah, Brad. You know, I've met a few of your listeners. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, Bart. They're a little. Some of them are a little, little bit. What's little wrong bit with Brandon? Different. No, Brandon's great. Brandon's great. I've met a few before. But Brandon uh, was texting me because uh, we we live by each other, so we're park dads. Yeah, and uh, he like texted me five different times the same thing. Oh. Which was like, great to meet Tony, Bart Winkler show, bringing guys together. What a, what a fucking great night. I'd get Tony's reaction on that, but he just flat out disappeared. Where the hell'd you go? Oh, shit, Bart. Sorry, man. Yeah, you're, yeah, Brandon's a great guy, though. He was just very excited that he met someone via the show, I think. Yeah. And then what's funny is we were getting more listeners to your show at the bar oh yeah yeah so he's spreading the good word he's spreading the gospel the bart winkler gospel So while you were at a bar near the cowboys training facility you were getting people to listen to this show yes mm. that's what we were doing mm, i see yeah uh, i also saw that and, and if you pursue this you have the weight of the show behind you but Tony is making a play for the UWGB coach. Oh, yeah, I, you can't get much worse. I tell you what, I am recruiting like crazy. This team I assembled for my AU team, oh, my God. Bart, I got these dudes that are dunking. They're 14, 15 years old. 
it, it's just unbelievable the players I can I can get. All you got to do is schmooze the parents, man. Get good into the mom. I know we joke about the moms. Get in good at the mom. That's what you got to do. So I thought you had like kids on your team and then would flirt and bang the mom, but you sound like you're banging the mom to get the kids on the team. Um, that is not that's not one of my tactics, but you know, I, I you know, whatever it takes. It's like one of those things that's a win win, right? Isn't that illegal? I don't think so. You're like you're like. Blue chips only what was that? creepier. Yeah, what did Rick Petito do? Didn't he bring in some hookers for the team at Louisville? Uh some I think a lot of people have done that. Yeah, yeah. It's like the movie blue or the movie blue chips. But yeah, UWGB needs a coach. And you know what? I I'm getting a little bit of buzz. I'm having a blast though with this AU basketball. It is fun. It is fun stuff. So well, yeah, you're banging a bunch of moms. <laughs> you know what's funny part? They're all younger than me, too. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Good stuff. So, uh, hey, I got to comment on Rodgers really quick. Okay. I've always been a Rodgers guy, but some of the stuff that he said on McAfee yesterday was just crazy. Like he was 90% sure he was going to retire. And I know, I know you addressed that, but that's pure bullshit. Come on. Uh, Joe says, Tony, why do you have picture frames behind you with no pictures in it? (laughs) Oh, do I not? It's just some design. I don't know. Some art. Little side. It's not art. That's a picture frame. Oh no! It's just a little art thing. It's a set. Where did you buy it? I don't know. Pier one, probably. Probably my mom or something. Who knows? That's the worst art I've ever seen. I don't know. It's a little side room part. And I've got starting lineups behind me. <laughs> yeah. Is that your real basement? Yeah, this is the basement. See. Oh. Bart, I was with I was with a chick the other night watching your show. After I was with Brandon, we put on the YouTube. We were watching on the TV. Okay. And uh, she goes, "This is the most boring show I've ever seen." I I, I got pissed off, and I'm not going to talk to her again. What What episode was it? It was the other night. Uh, oh, who the hell do we play? We just the game we just won against uh, the Suns. The Suns game, yeah. Well, yeah, this show is great if you like. If you like the Packers, like Wisconsin sports, but it's bigger than that. If you don't, if you're just some chick hanging out with you, that's not the focus group I'm going for, bud. Yeah, uh, I think she wanted to get down and dirty, Bart, and I was like, "Fuck that!" I'm watching Bart, Bart and Tim. Did it work as like an aphrodisiac? <laughs> Not for her, for me it did. I got all excited. Is that even the right word? How do you not get turned on by Tim Shea on the TV? <laughs> I mean, yeah. that got me all good. I love Tim Shea. That guy's just so fun. Yeah, he just come, jumped on for a few minutes. Yeah, he maybe he's back to 2% right now. Mm-hmm. So, well, he's been at Kelly's. I think he's pushing 12 hours at Kelly's. Yeah, he's been out. That guy... You know, I know he does the Ubering and all that stuff. He does your show, but he has more fun than, than me. That guy's out there partying all day. Yeah. I don't know where he gets that money from. Uh, but, you know, back to Rodgers and the Packers, though, Bart. I, I'm okay with the trade. You know, good. I'm, I don't want to say good riddance. That's a little bit. Uh, I don't I don't like that wording. But, you know, good luck, and let's just move on. If you want to bring in Mercedes, Randall Cobb, 
whoever, Lazard, that's fine. I think the Packers... Lazard and Hackett had dinner tonight, according to uh, Lazard. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That I don't think that's going to turn out well for the for the Jets. I don't think it's going to work out. Well, do you know what their schedule is? It's like it's brutal. Hard. It is brutal. That is a that is a tough schedule. That division's much improved. You know, I know Aaron probably didn't have many options, so he's like, "Hey, I got to take what I can take." But the, the Bills the Jets- twice, Patriots twice, Dolphins tro- twice, Chiefs, Chargers, Eagles, Commanders, Texans, Falcons. Yeah, that- uh, Broncos, Raiders. So he gets to play against Devontae, and they go to Dallas. Oh. That's a Sunday night game. That is. That's got, he's never lost in Dallas. I'm still not sold that he goes to the Jets. Well, what, what how, how does it, how did, I mean, who loves what? And, okay, I don't want to offend anyone washed up. Who loves washed up quarterbacks more than the Colts? They could go from Rivers to Wentz to Ryan to Rodgers. I just Four don't. Years. I don't see Aaron going there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the Colts are in play. Well, it's I a good speculation. Maybe New England goes for it. Uh, I don't know. I think that's uh, that's something you're. I, I have not read anything about that. That's something you're trying to whip up. There I was Paul- show, uh, There was one show. I forget what it was. Maybe it was get up, but they were ranking quarterbacks in the NFC. And it's like Hertz. Okay. And then Justin Fields. Goff. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Dak. Kirk. Hell, Daniel Jones is now a a top five NFC quarterback. He might be. For all the Tyler, well, maybe. Yeah, there's not much there. I, I Oh, good morning football. That's my buddy Bear's favorite show. How did I forget? Yeah, that, that was Toby's favorite show, I believe. Yeah. I don't know about Toby, but Bear's a big Schrager guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, um, he just he when he talks to me, he just calls them Shrags. Shrags, they're they're like that. Hey, you know, you're going down your list of names you do not like to be called. Can you tell me that again? So if I do meet you, I don't call that. Uh, yeah. So the names I don't like to be called are, I think that, I think there's really just two winky. Oh, okay. Top three, uh, fart, fart. How about barf? Nobody says barf. People always say fart, fart, Bert. And the one I hate the most is Wink. Wink. Wink is okay. People call my dad Wink, but I'm not Wink. Uh, Test user says Soy Boy. I am a Soy Boy, so you can call me that. Proud to be one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You ain't a Soy Boy. (laughs) All right, Barty. Um, That's all I got, man. Anything else you want to hit up with me? Anything on your mind? Yeah, you can only save one off a cliff. Schrager or Kyle Brandt? Uh, I'm going to send Schrager off the cliff. I like Brandt. Yeah. He's a Bears fan too, though, isn't he? No, he's well, he think he's a Bills fan, I think. Is he? How about Andrew Brandt? 
Did you know that one time Andrew Brandt picked up a guy for training camp and he said, uh, you're going to get, we have a, it's a thousand dollars. And the guy's like, I can get you 200. And then the guy goes, no, we pay you. Hey, your buddy Dawson just gave five bucks again. Nice. Dawson, you don't got to be giving money. Did you work with that guy that he talked about? Who? The the player. No. Was that Leroy? Was that Leroy Butler? Oh, I don't know. It could have been. I think it was Leroy. I don't think so. No? Uh, Jay Freely says, this Tony bro think he is great. (laughs) I... Come on, man. They, He's talking. What, what do you want to what, what's this guy's name, Bart? Who's this dude? Uh, this is Jay Freely. Jay Freely. I know Jay. Jay, I'm just living my best life. Outside of the quote unquote art and the fact that uh his his phone camera's on the skylight on the sunroof, Tony's Tony's fine. <laughs> you got a selfie stick? No. No. I'm just Try, try to see you here. Oh, Bailey, supporting the cause. All right, Bailey. Bailey well, if you, if so there's an option to like tip on here. Bailey, uh, uh, Bart, I don't know. I am, I am going to invest. It goes back into the show. So um, I'm investing in equipment I can take remotely and broadcast at bars for the Bucks. And Tim. Pay Tim. I do pay Tim. Under the amount that I can pay him before getting in trouble. Oh, yeah. We don't want Tim getting Uncle Sam to call him. Yeah. I, I think Tim, he's got a little... Situ- Tim I and I, situ- I, give, I give Tim $20 handshakes. There you go. Mm-hmm. I think Tim's got some issues with his 1090s. Yeah. So, all, all right. right watch Jack fell in some of this college. I watch XFL. What's well, on? There's a game on right now. Yeah, I watch XFL. I watch. I watch it all, man. Well, you're a sports nut. Well, I mean, I you watch bring chicks sports. back to watch this. Yeah, you know what? The girl, the women can wait. I'm, I'm going to listen to you and watch you and have have that kind of fun, and then have the other fun later. Jesus Christ! Hey, Giannis and I got a little bit in common, I guess. What you love titles, but it's not as good as banging. <laughs> there you go. Except it's a lot easier on my end, just sitting on my ass watching. Hmm. Yeah. So hey. Oh wait, I got Joe from Racine in here. Joe. Joe, I thought you were in Iowa. I think Joe's mocking your camera skills. Oh. Joe. You want to talk? Is this just an audio video bit? Joe? Okay. We lost Joe. That was just a bit on you. All right, Tony. Thanks, buddy. All right, Bart. Hey, what's the next live show? Sunday night. Sunday night. All right, man. We've got on Sunday, the Badgers playing Liberty. A full weekend of NCAA to break down. We've got the UWM Panthers. In action, we've got the Bucks and the Raptors in Milwaukee. A full weekend that will break down. And maybe we'll have trade compensation details. Could have a trade by then. Right, right. All right, Bart. See you, bud. See ya.
Uh, Jay Freely, peace out to you, my man. For uh, Tony in Texas, for Joe, for uh, Tim, for Alex, for Jake, for Q, for Shregs, I'm Bart Winkler. We'll be live on Sunday.